everyone, and welcome to your grandma's favorite podcast. It's the Pens and Stuff podcast, where we talk about hockey every week, except last week, because life happened. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I am Abby. And we back. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my uh, cherry cherry cola. That is not a sponsor, so I can't say the brand name. But <laughs> we're back. And we are podcasting about the Penguins. Talking about the Penguins. Where... It's been a horrible two weeks. It's been for a... For the most part, yes. It's been a, an emotional two weeks. A roller coaster no, just, of two weeks. Just say it like it is. It's, it has been awful. It's been awful. I mean, it's it's been a lot. I wouldn't say it's been awful. Like, there's been good parts to it. But as a whole, I would say it's probably a two out of ten. Or a three out of ten, maybe. Think it, think it was that good? Eh. I was just gonna say that's a pretty uh, two and a half out of ten. That's a generous for the Penguins, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but this yeah. week we saw the Penguins play, or these last two weeks, I suppose, we've seen the Penguins play four games, four. lose three of them, three, win one against a team that we probably shouldn't have beat. To be honest, no, we should not have beat them because they were they were on like this. They've won. They like the. It was like they had the longest road winning streak in NHL history, and they came into Pittsburgh and lost. Yeah, and it was their first loss of the season too for Colorado. <laughs> yeah, and in the same night, Boston lost to Anaheim, a team they should have beat. So now there's only one undefeated team left in the league, which is the Vegas Golden Knights. Knights. Hello, excuse me. That's all right. But yeah, they played. Uh, sorry, yeah, they played. Well, okay, never mind. They, we didn't talk about the Calgary game. Sorry, I, I totally... So the, they won in Calgary on Saturday. Oh, that's true. Did we talk about we, that we, No, we did talk about that game because we we potted. No, we recorded that morning before the game. Oh, that's, yeah, we recorded that's true. The game. That's yeah. true. Yeah, They won that one. We won against Calgary. We did. They, they did win that game. Yeah. Yeah. Th- then they lost to Detroit. Yep. Lost to St. Louis. Two, t- two games that we should have... Probably yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what sucks is I, I came home on Wednesday, then came, well, I went back to to visit you guys on Wednesday and then uh, went back home on Saturday. And so I was in the car for both these games, watching them as I drove, which is probably not the best idea. And if there's any police officers listening, I was not doing that. Turn, turn it off. Definitely not doing <laughs> but, that. But, but it was it was brutal. So, and then Tuesday, the 24th, they lost, oh, we beat Dallas. No, they lost to Dallas. Then Thursday, the 26th, they beat Colorado. Yes. So that, those are the games. One, two, three, four, five, six, as opposed to four. Like I said, it's been six since we last recorded. No, it's only five. Right. Cause the Cal- Calgary, Detroit, St. Louis, Dallas, Colorado. Oh, I was counting this tomorrow's Ottawa game. Yes. Sorry, yes. Guys. You silly goose. Silly goose. Okay, but can we, for a second, like, before we get into the Pittsburgh's games, I just want to talk about how weird this started Dallas. this NHL season. No, 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 no. For for in the entire league, like, every team is somewhere between six and eight games in, which is not a lot, right? Like, maybe 10% of the games this year, less than 10%. But still, like, who would have thought... That Philadelphia would only have 
two regulation losses and one overtime loss out of seven games. Like not me. And and Columbus is in second with eight <laughs> points in who, in the metro or in third called, in called, third in the metro. Who said who who said Detroit was going to be good this year? Who said that? Uh, me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's a good job. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, also, I was, I was high, I not, high, I high, high on Buffalo. They have not done much so far. But they've not done much. It's early. It's very early, and the Atlantic they're is not, tight. But they're not as bad. They're not as bad as Washington, though. Buffalo's not as bad as Washington. I I suppose this is true. This is very true. I th- it's just it's just been a really weird start, and a lot of the teams that you expected to win are not winning, and a lot of the teams that you expected to lose are not losing, like Vancouver, and and Edmonton is literally like. What are they right now? And they're hang on. One five and one. Good. They're one five. They're, and they're one. seventh. Yeah, they're seventh in the Pacific right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good. Grief. It must just be the. I think it's just the curse of Andrew. Okay, because I jumped bandwagon from Vancouver to Seattle. Seattle kind of is buns. I said Edmonton was going to make the finals. They're buns. I said <laughs> Nashville was going to win. They're kind of suck. I was high in Arizona. They're they're okay. Arizona's but, yeah. But then I said New Jersey was going to win the cup. They're sixth, and I I made fun of Philadelphia and Chicago, and they're both pretty. Not, not Chicago. Terrible. Chicago's an eighth in the central. Oh, never mind. I lied. I I saw Arizona, and I was like, oh, Chicago's no wrong team. But it is early. I mean, oh, it's so early. We can't be going that nuts over it yet, right? No, not yet. But I'm just saying, <clears throat> it's weird. Like, it is. No one anticipated that. It is very strange. And, and like I said last episode, right now, teams that are bad don't know they're bad yet. Teams that are good right. don't realize that they're good yet. Like it's still, you're not getting. It's it's still early. We're 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 an eighth of the way through the season, roughly, or no, tenth. Sorry. Yeah, not even so, for, for most teams, not even that far. So well, for the Penguins. Eight Close. games? Are we eight games in? Uh, between six seven. and eight. The Penguins are seven, but the rest of the league are between six and eight games. Yeah, that's 10% of the way in, yeah. Yeah. Hey, go ahead, Andy, you were saying. No, I was just saying. So Philadelphia more than likely will fall off. I don't think they can sustain that. Think Columbus. Columbus is frisky, though. They've got a decent goaltender, young pieces. If Wierenski will come back, I think he's still injured. No, if, he's if back. They can get their Wierens- oh, is he back? Wierenski's okay. on my fantasy team. He's back. <laughs> okay. He, he was then, not out as long they, as everyone thought. I thought he was going to be out for quite a while. So. Also, speaking of stars being out, McDavid's out for two weeks, Yeah, which is crazy. crap for my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> but it's whatever. But that is huge. Oh, man. A huge no. loss for... For Edmonton. You mentioned fantasy, and so I decided to choose. I'm playing you this week, Jim. Yes. Yesterday, I had Cole Caulfield on the bench, Vincent Trocek on the bench, and Jari on the bench. Jari got me 28 fantasy points, or he would have if I had started him. You just got, I just got hose out of a dub. Oh, you silly goose. Oh, I'm sorry. I am losing really bad in fantasy this week. but I, I would I would say I feel bad for you, but I really don't, so eh. there you go. Anyway, oh, you had Riley Smith too. Yeah, yeah, I did. And he had Let's two, talk about nice. the game. Two big. We'll G's. start with the win. Let's start with the good win uh, against. Uh, well, if we want to go all the way back, we can go talk about the Calgary game on the. Uh, was it the fourteenth? Yeah, the fourteenth. Uh, 
Pittsburgh wins five to two uh, with all the scoring coming in the third period. All of um, Pittsburgh scoring. I was watching scoring. this game. Scoring. Yeah. Well, yeah. Matt Coronado <laughs> scored with uh, Less than two one minutes. minute and uh, 38 seconds left on the power play. And it was at that time I was like, this game's over. We're going to lose. Like, because, you know, power play goal with less less than two minutes left in the period. Mm-hmm. You're, Late goals you're are not, killer. You're not, you're not going to, you're not going to come out of that. We come out to the third period, you know, with a lot of juice flowing, but then Russ scores with 18 seconds into the period. Smith scores with 41 seconds into the period. And uh, just like that, they never looked back. They scored four unanswered. Then Huberdo cuts the lead to two. And then Brian Russ nets the empty netter for his second of the game. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that game or if you were watching that game. I remember this game. I remember this game very well. It was a very feisty game. It's one of the few, the past few Penguins games I haven't really been able to watch, but I did watch this one. And I, I remember it was just, it was so, like, feisty. It wasn't, yes. it was a very tense game. Oh, this was the one that Gino was getting into it with literally everybody, wasn't it? Yes. He was just looking for a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember because he got in a fight with, who was it? Who who did he get in a fight with, with in this game? He got oh, in a little skirmish. No, that might have been the Detroit game. Because no, that was I, a Detroit game. I remember game. in the Detroit yeah. game, Marcus Pedersen dropped the gloves with Dylan Larkin, and I'm like, I will take yes that you and that I exchange about that. any day. Yeah, we did because it's like, well, Petey. I mean, he's he's a solid defender, but he's no Dylan Larkin. No. And if you can get Dylan Larkin out for five minutes, like good you, on you. You'll you'll take <laughs> Marcus Pedersen for that. So especially you'll since ex- Larkin was looking so that. good in that game. Yeah, that that's an easy exchange. Yeah, you take that every day. We'll, I'll take that any day of the week for sure. So let's 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 talk about that one: the Red Wings and the Penguins. Um, this was a feisty one. Malkin scored pretty much quickly, uh, like a minute into the period. And uh, like I said, I was driving, nearly drove off the road uh, <laughs> because you know you don't expect that a minute in. And then the second period happened, and uh, we just went all down from there. And then. We tried to make it a game, and then, uh, yeah, you had something interesting, Abby, about the empty netter that happened in this game. I did. So I was watching this with one of my friends who I converted to Hockey Dumb last season, which I'm very – it makes me happy. Anyways. Well done. But we were watching this game, kingdom. and I was very disappointed, you know, after we go down 4-1. to one, and I was very, very angry. And I was like, there's there's no coming back from this. I like, I almost turned it off because sometimes I just get too angry that I'm like, I'm just going to literally just – cuss right now and it's it's not gonna be pretty guys so i just sometimes i turn it off for my own sanity but i didn't and then you know we started crawling back carlson was the one of like the main reason that we were even in this game in the late minutes of this period and then very questionable call in my opinion andrew cop scores the first empty netter to make it five three the the play is reviewed it, for offsides. It was offsides. It was 100% offsides, but apparently there wasn't enough to overturn it, said Toronto. I don't agree. <laughs> it it You look at it. Even the guys on the broadcast, this was a ESPN broadcast. Even the guys on the broadcast were saying, yeah, that's, that's offsides. That shouldn't be a goal. And they didn't call it 5-3. We emptied our net again in... 
desperation, they scored the the sixth goal. Like the score looks way worse than the game was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it was four to three with a minute and a half left. Uh, Yeah, but so it was four one at one point. Yes, but I mean, like it was a lot closer of a game at the end than what the. But we crawled back into that game. The third period, we were looking really good. I mean, not great. On the backs of Eric Carlson. Yeah, on the back of Eric Carlson. This is true. But yeah, we were looking better, finding our feet a little bit, mm-hmm. not looking so disheveled and defeated. But and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> but the reason that Andrew Cop scored, I remember, I was so mad because it was a whiff, Gino. Yes. Reception of a pass. Yes. He just missed. Yes. The, he missed the pass. That was com- uh, the pass was a bit off. It, it was. was kind of it was. But you're terms. you're you're Evgeny Malkin. Exactly. You should be able to collect that. You are Evgeny Malkin. You collect that pass no matter what. <sighs> in, that situation, in that situation. Yeah. In that situation. I'm sorry. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta come through for your team. That's just man. Maybe I'm being too critical, but no. I agree. Anyways, that game made right. me very angry and disappointed. I'm was, over it. Uh, was Ned in the net for that one, or was that a Jari game? That was a Jari, a Jari game. Okay. Ned was in the Ned net for the, the Calgary net for the game. Flames. Yeah. yeah. So we moved to a Saturday, the 21st of October, where the Penguins are at Enterprise Center if uh, – we were still living in Illinois. This would be a game that we would have gone to, probably, more I than likely. definitely would have, yes. Um, and uh, they, the Penguins lost. It was a 4-2 game. Brandon Sod opened the scoring at uh, 9.33 into the, the period. And then Malkin scores with five seconds left on the clock, fresh out of the penalty box. It was such yeah. a nice goal, too. Sexy goal. Oh. It was a beautiful goal. So nice. The Blues scored two in the second, Neighbors and Pareko. And then Solid scored his second of the game in the third. And Redeem Zahorna scored for the Penguins his first of the season to make it a 4-2 game, make the score look a bit more respectable. But that was all she wrote on that one. The Penguins absolutely outplayed the Blues in this game. This is one of the ones the Penguins I, 100% did. I didn't get to see, but... I'm very glad that Zahorn is getting a look. No, I think Zahorn has kind of solidified his place right now. Yeah, I think so too. This is what it feels like to me. Yeah. Harkins didn't look bad, but I like Zahorn better. He's younger. Did you say he didn't look bad? He didn't. He didn't look terrible. He looked, he was all right. He just wasn't impressive. He wasn't anything impressive. Right. Zahorn between his size and like his, his youth, he's, he's significantly younger than Harkins, I think. Yes. Um, I don't know. He if he's just younger he just. Harkins. I don't know if he, he plays younger than Harkins. He's faster, at least according to the eye test. Anyways, I just think he's a better fit on that line. I think so too. But yeah. Anyways, the game I didn't get to watch it, but you know, there are worse games to miss. It, Yes, but but the Penguins outplayed them. You look at the box score; they outshot them by three. Dad, you turned your audio on. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. We'll have to cut that out. No, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. But the Penguins outshot the Blues in every period by at least three, 
or more. They, uh, the only thing that the Blues outplayed them in was hits and block shots. They were just more physical, and that's and the score. Well, the score is the score, and obviously that's the only thing that matters. But what I'm saying is the Penguins got uh, the Blues got brutally outplayed. Was Bennington playing well in this game too? Because yes, yes, Bennington, Bennington has yes. been playing very well this year. Like just yes. unusually well. Another one of those weird things. It's like, why is Jordan Bennington back to like rookie year Jordan Bennington? Why? Yeah, never mind. Anyways, I go in there. But yeah, yeah. So that's that game, and then we fast forward to Tuesday, the twenty fourth, the Frozen Frenzy, which. <laughs> Dumb name. Would have been great if it wasn't on a Tuesday night. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But uh, Jake Ottinger did otter things. Again, Penguins outplayed the Stars for most of this game. We've been looking great in the faceoff circle, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But uh, Brian Rust opens the scoring in the first, again, with a minute left in the period, less than. Then Jason Robertson, Evgeny Dadunov, Thomas Harley and Wyatt Johnson with the empty netter, I believe. Oh, no, not the empty netter. No, it was not an empty netter. But, uh, yeah, this was one that Ned started. Um, he had a boneheaded play where uh, – uh, have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. Unfortunately, oh. I didn't get to watch this game either. Well, okay. So who had a boneheaded so, play in um, this one? Ned, he said. Ned, Ned, oh yeah, I did see this. Yeah, uh, someone was coming in with a defender on him, so he wasn't completely blank. And Ned decides to skate out and throw himself in front of the puck. The, the puck, yeah. the puck trickles to Harley, and he throws it into the empty cage, like a flying to make poke it check. And that, yeah, yeah, he tried to fly and poke, and it didn't work. And then uh, yeah, ducks that fly was, together. That was that was the game. That was the game. That's the problem with Ned. Like, I love him. He's good. But also, he just takes too many risks, in my opinion. Agreed. And eventually, it was going to bite him in the butt. Agreed. And then the Penguins uh, invited the Avalanche to come get their butt whooped. Um, (laughs) In PBG Paint, Riley Smith... Uh, did his thing with two goals in the first. Lars Eller gets his first as a Penguin. Yep. Uh, and the second against his former team. And then Sidney Crosby puts the icing on the cake in the third. And uh, that's all she wrote. So boom. That was uh, that was an incredible. I mean, no one. I don't. If anybody had put any money on Pittsburgh in this game, I, I had money on Pittsburgh. You did. I told you guys this before the the we started recording. I had a four leg parlay with the Bruins winning, which they didn't. Uh, the the Ottawa Senators winning, which they didn't, and the Penguins winning, which they did, and the Stars winning, which they didn't. And uh, so I did have money on the Penguins, and it hit. I just didn't get any money because everyone else decided not to win. There you go. That'll happen. But but I don't know why I picked them either. Also, though. I, our, I, I was not in my right mind. Our penalty Sorry. kill. There were we had ten minutes of penalty stellar. minutes in this game, on the Avalanche, who yeah. have one of yeah. the best power plays in the league right now. Yep. And they shut them down. Our pen, our penalty kill is something that has been 
pretty good the majority of the season so far. Yeah. It's been better. I we mean, have, we have taken a lot of penalties and we haven't given up but PPGs. It's because Latang is not on the primary penalty kill anymore. It's it's Ruedel, Joseph, Graves, and Pedersen. Those are the four D on the penalty kill. Yeah. And not that Latang's bad at defending, but when he's playing both power play and penalty kill, you know, tires a guy out. And so, you know, more prone to mistakes. Yeah. I think Graves is an incredible penalty killer from what I've seen. He's done. He's 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 really good on the PK, in my opinion. And then we added those guys like Eller and Achari, who are also very, very good penalty killers. Yes. So, yeah, I like our penalty yeah, kill we, too. We are currently 11th in the NHL with 86%. Well, we're tied with Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh. Well, those three are tied with 86%. Well, no, I guess Los Angeles City Roundup has 30, 87. So Chicago, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh with 86%. There you go. Penalty kill. That's kind of that's kind of ridiculous. It's good stuff. What, they were tied with Chicago and Philadelphia? It's kind of ridiculous that Chicago lets in so many goals and like none of them are on the power play. <laughs> well, I, Chicago, yeah. Speaking so. of power play goals, I need to say something. Go ahead. The Stars were playing none other than the Philadelphia Flyers the other night. And guess what happened? The Flyers scored three shorthanded goals. Two, two of them on the same, on the power, same play. power play. Yeah, I saw that too. Against two? Who are they Dallas. <laughs> and, and I will give you, Dallas's power play probably doesn't have the best defensive forwards on it like they're more offensive minded you think but also like (laughs) philly i don't know philly has scored more on other people's power plays than their own (laughs) yes yes you still won this game in overtime this is true so this is we did we still won the game but like but if yeah to let in three short-handed goals three shorties one game Three shorties. They had 40 shots on goal. Who? The Flyers? Philadelphia. Uh Uh-huh. This team is weird. Like, I don't know how they're good, but they are. They're so gritty, and it's a Tortorella team. That's why. But I I just can't. Yeah, Yeah, there's that. John Tortorella is a good coach. He's Like, he gets the most out of bottom feeders. Like, he really does. But the fi- I mean, why the- was that Columbus Blue Jacket team so good for so long? They literally had not like they had guys, but they didn't have superstars. That's true. They had Seth Jones until he they, until they had- he pissed off their superstars. Well, that's true. And then well, yeah. he had to leave. He does have a shelf life, but <laughs> fair enough. Things get boring. He tries to spice it up in the locker room a little bit. No doubt. Pulls a Babcock. Oh, I sure hope sorry. not. No, that's not a joke. I'm sorry. Let's not. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I was going to a bad place um, there. I apologize. Uh, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving okay, on. Okay, moving on. Quickly now, quickly. Quickly, quickly. So uh, that was the week, or the weeks, I guess, two weeks, for the Penguins in the books. Um, that They play tomorrow, October 26th, against the Ottawa Senators. I don't yes. know if that's in our prediction co- our predictions. It or is not. not. It is not. But uh, 
that'll be um that is tomorrow yes um the odds for that game oh they don't have odds out yet for that game only a week ahead or for today but if you want a good betting line bet the Blackhawks against the Golden Knights plus 255 according to sports radar hmm so interesting if you want to get a little frisky I am not a betting both the two person. both the two and five Blackhawks over the seven oh Golden Knights but we will be right back with random crap we want to talk about today after this word from DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL season is going strong at DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Andrew? What are you picking this this week? For me, I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers getting two and a half points against Jacksonville. Mike Tomlin as a road dog, really, 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 really good, or just as a dog in general. Mm-hmm. I like Chicago Bears getting eight and a half points against the L.A. Chargers. Yep. Chargers are not that great, and I like that that's and that's a that's a Monday night football or no that's not a Monday night that's Sunday night football. Do you really like weird. do you that, like that new uh, quarterback that Chicago has? He's uh, he's he's I an mean, underdog. Like he's something else. Undrafted out of a D two school, I like that. And then the Cleveland Browns, unfortunately, I have to vote uh, go for Cleveland. They're getting three and a half against the Seahawks. And that's you know if they lose by field goal, they still cover. So I think that's a really really good bet too. Now remember, I'm not professional. I'm not, I'm not, don't take this as, I'm just saying these are what I like. These are what I might be betting this week, but I'm not saying you should because yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, get in on the game day greatness. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text hope and why four six seven three six nine in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles Louisiana 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after Issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Thank you so much, DraftKings, for supporting this episode. And uh, Jim, you have random crap you want to talk about today? Yes, we do. And now it's time for some random crap that we want to talk about today. And we're going to play a little game today. 
We're going to play a little game with Andrew and Abby called Mary, Barry, or Carrie. This is I'm not a, a huge fan of that name. I'm going to be. This is honest. this is going to be a uh, <laughs> uh, kind of like uh, what's what's the what's the old game where you kiss you get, Mary kill? Yeah, kiss Mary kill. Uh, well, but this is Mary, Barry, this. and Carrie. Here we go. We're gonna we're going to go with their teams. We're going to look at the uh, free agents coming up uh, at the end of the year. And I know it's early to talk about, but let's talk about talk who about. in on these teams. And I'll let you pick which team you want to talk about. You can you can pick two. So we'll start with Abby. Abby, which of your three teams, Anaheim, Detroit, or Dallas, would you like to talk about? To begin with, well, I, which you choose. I don't care. I choose. Okay. Well, well, let's go Detroit. Okay. All right. So we have three free agents coming up here, and the three free agents we have are David Perron, a winger, thirty-five years old, currently making four point seven five million dollars. We have Daniel Sprung, also a winger, twenty-six years old, currently making two million dollars. And Shane Gostaspier, I don't think I'm saying that right, defenseman, 30, currently making $4.125 million. Who are you going to marry, commit to long-term? Who are you going to bury, let them go? Or who are you going to carry? Okay. So I think I would... See, I don't like doing this, but... So Daniel Sprong, he has been like... Middle six, wing, uh, middle six winger for him. And like the money's not bad, but honestly, I think he could get a lot of value if you traded him at the deadline. Sure. Because, you know, there people are looking for utility guys to add depth at the deadline. So I would say probably, probably Barry Sprong because he is a little bit, he's getting up there in age. Um, And yeah, so I'd say Barry Sprong, Carrie Perron because... Peron, he's been very good for them. And if they can make the playoffs, I think he will be a very big part of that and he'll be able to help, you know, maybe help him win a round or two. And then I would I would marry Mary. Ugh, I don't like that term. Uh Gosh Despair. Gosh Despair is a very good mm-hmm. very good defenseman. Um okay. n- not a long term deal for sure. Maybe like a, a two year deal for a ghost at the end of the year. But Okay. Yeah. Uh- I 100% agree with every single thing you said, Abby. Good job. Thanks. And that doesn't happen very often, but I do. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Um, Andrew, we're going to go with Boston with you. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Who saw Boston? We all said they were going to take a step back this year without Marchie and or without Bergeron and Krejci and everything. And here they are, 6-1. and one. We'll I'm pretty sure I had them third in the Atlantic. All right, so here are your three guys. Still not as good as they were last year. No, but they're not going to be as good as they were last year. Here are your three guys to consider. Are you ready, Andrew? Here's your three guys to consider. Yeah. Yeah, Number one, Matt Grizzlick, defenseman, Mm. 29 Mm -hmm, years mm -hmm, old, mm -hmm. currently making $3.688 million Mm -hmm, per mm -hmm, year. mm -hmm. James Van Riemsdyk, a winger, 34 years old, Currently only making $1 million per year. And then Jake DeBrusque, winger, 27, currently making $4 million a year. Who are you going to marry? Okay. Who are you uh, going to carry? Who are you going to bury? So James Ramreemsdijk, 
uh, you let walk, you let him bury, you trade him away, or I mean, I uh, well, are you talking about at the end of the year or at the trade deadline? Because if you, are I'm talking about at the end at the end of the, the year. Deadline. If they're still with the team, okay. what are you going to do with them? Okay, if they're still with the team, James Van Riemsdyk, you let walk. Now, if he wants to come back at one million dollars, absolutely do that. But if you know, he's probably going to be asking for a bit more because he's still making eight million dollars, seven million from the Penguins right now. So that's what's up with that. Um, or not from the Penguins, sorry, from the Flyers. From I was going to say, I was like, the Penguins never had James. Ingram. That make more sense. No, no, from from the Flyers. Um, so he's probably going to be asking for around four million dollars. So you let him walk. You bury bury James Ramirez. Like, uh, you obviously. Well, not obviously, but I think you marry Jake DeBrusque. Yes. He's 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 a great winger, versatile, running that first line most of the time. And uh yeah, and he and he's only twenty seven. So with a team like the Bruins, that's still pretty young. So you, you definitely do that. And then the defenseman that you said, uh Matt Grizzlick, you can you can, you know, see where you're at with them. You know, he's twenty nine. You, you can probably sign him for as much as he's making now for a couple of years, like Abby said with Ghost, you know. Keep him around. Okay, there you go. But you care. You let him. You let him see. Good job. Good job. You agree with that, Abs? Yeah, one hundred percent. That's exactly what I was thinking too. I'm like, hey, of course you married a brusque. What are you? Obviously. <laughs> I mean, what do you what yeah. now? What where are you going with that? He's just he's young and he's very very good. That's all. All right, Abby. Um, Dallas or Anaheim? I don't know. Which one's more interesting? Which one's going to be more difficult? Probably Anaheim. Okay, then do Anaheim. All right. So for Anaheim, we have Adam Henrique. He's a center left winger, 33 years old, currently making $5.825 million. Jacob Silverberg, a winger, 33, currently making five point two five, And Ilya... How do you say his name? Labushkin. Labushkin, defenseman. Labushkin. 29 years old, currently making two and three quarters million dollars. Okay. Who you marry, who you carry, who you bury. Okay, this this one is kind of tough because Silverberg and Henrik have both been around for a long time in Anaheim. Yes, they're both so old. like as an organization or as, as a player, they're going to want to stay with the organization more likely than a guy like Labushkin, who was basically a rental this year. Mm-hmm. So I would say by the end of the year, I well, I think, so you marry Adam Henrique because he's he's that guy, you know? He's that veteran presence that can play on your top, your top line with the young guys. Okay. I say you marry him, and it's hard between Labushkin and Silverberg, but I think you carry you carry Silverberg and see where that leads because he's he's not in my in my estimation he's not quite as as high of caliber. I feel like him and Henrik are very similar though, but I, I feel like Adam Henrik means a little bit more to the organization. So so, but Silver- they're both they're both assistant or alternate captains. So Silverberg, so Silverberg, you you carry, and then you let Labushkin walk because he's he's a nice he's a rental. All right. All right, Andrew, let's do Nashville for you. Are you ready? Oh, jeepers. Here we go. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, Mary Carrier Berry, Yakov Trenin, Trenin, 
Left winger, center. Trennan, yep. 26 years old, currently only making $1.7 million a year. Tyson Berry, defenseman, 32, making $4.5 million a year. And Alexander Carter. Carrier. Carrier, excuse me. I read that wrong. Alexander Carrier, or is that Carrier? Carrier. 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 27, currently making two and a half. Okay, here's the thing. If you have both Barry and Carrier, they're both right-handed, and they're both defensemen. You don't need both on your roster, right? Okay. You could probably get Carrier for about the same price as Barry, and he's five years younger, so you're going to let Barry walk. You're going to bury Barry. Ha! And then you're going to carry Carrier. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then... And then, and then you're gonna you're gonna sign Yakov Trenin to a long term deal. He's 26. You sign him up for six years, get him until he's 32, and uh, or eight years as everyone else is doing for until he's 34. And you're gonna marry Yakov. Cool. All so, right. And there you go. Well, there you are, folks. That's our segment. Random crap. Marry, carry, or bury. Well done, guys. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Applause all around. Yeah. That was very nice. Very nicely done. The only one, Thank you much. The only one I, I uh, disagreed with was uh, Abby's Ducks one. What would you have done differently? Would you have signed? Yeah. M- Mary Labushkin. Silverberg, you, and then you carry Silverberg, and then you... you uh, Barry, Henry, Henry, Henry and Herrera, Silverberg Herrera, still Henry. aren't terribly old yet, though. So, like... Henrik is, like... 34, bro. 30, they're 33, yeah, so you sign them to a year or two years so that they have a chance to go places with this team because I think by next year, Anaheim's young guys are going to take a step. Do you really think that, though? I really, I, gen- I, genuinely, I genuinely do. <laughs> y'all can, bro, y'all can have to, within but, the next two years at to, least, and you could sign Henrik to a two-year deal and buy that second year. Anyway. Go ahead, Andrew. But, but, okay, you're going to sign Henrik to a two-year deal, right? Right. Mason McTavish has to get paid by that second year. That's true. Ooh. And then, then this, this I company, bet, you have to I don't, sign, I don't, you have to sign Brett Leeson, Benoit Olivet, Giroux. Like, there, you have young guys that you need to sign. Yes, but also Henrik might take a team-friendly deal. You know what I mean? Because Maybe. he wants to win with the organization. I don't think he's Maybe. played for anyone but Anaheim in his career. So why would he want to go no, somewhere he else? Has, I don't think he's 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 stuck it out this long. He's like, I want to see played, it to the he's end. He played in New Jersey. He's played in New Jersey <laughs> from eleven to eighteen. Oh, did he really? But no, I like. Yeah, he but did. he's been with them in the trenches. He's like, I want to. I want to be yeah. able to. Yeah. I don't know. That's I just understand my that. Thought. I get but it. I, I disagree, but it's okay. Whatever. You can Whatever. disagree. Also, though, you can be wrong. Anaheim, Anaheim doesn't need. I mean, they have good defense already. I don't know. Labushkin's okay. Labushkin, I mean, he's good, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I would, That's I just would. Me. I'm, I'm always for re signing the younger guys instead of re signing older guys, especially when, I don't know, there are guys that are going to be free agents. But that Anaheim this, team is like, so young. If you don't have the older veteran guys, I don't know. I, I still think you're going to find guys like they did this year with uh, Klingberg. Not Klingberg. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Kalorn. Eh, You've got Kalorn hasn't guys done anything, though. He's on IR, bro. 
Exactly. How's that working out for him? <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our prediction contest. We missed podcasting last week, so we have two weeks of results to go over. Uh, week two was pretty pathetic for all of us. Uh, Andrew and Abby both went two for three. I went or two, two for five. I went three for five. Um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty sad. Uh, at the end of, at the end of last week, the scores were Andrew five, Abby three, Jim six. And then this week was a completely different story. This week was absolutely phenomenal, uh, pick wise for two of the three of us. Um, Andrew went two for five this week. Um, 40%, uh, Jim went four for five this week, uh, 80%, but Abby, yeah, she did. She went five for five. She didn't get any scores, right? Exactly. But she did pick every winner. I was close on a few. I was close on the Dallas game. I said four, two, it was four, one, the Dallas Pittsburgh game. Yep. Yep. And then that, you and, you and the I, Seattle game did go to overtime, and I predicted overtime. You and I in the uh, Pittsburgh Dallas game, we wanted one more goal. Yeah, because I said five one, you said four two. Yes. So if there had been one more goal, one of us would have gotten the bonus points, but that didn't happen. Uh, so the standings after week three in the prediction contest uh, in last place is Andrew with seven. Abby in second place with eight and Jim in first place with 10. Uh, here's what I just, I want to, I want to say this because I find this absolutely, I've been tracking our team percentage. So overall, over the last three weeks of predictions, our podcast has gone 73.3%, uh, 25 of 45 or, uh, well, this, this last week we went 73.3%. Um, we were 11 for 15. We're 25 of 45 overall so far this year. That's a 55.6% clip. Um, that is, so you're not, that's pretty good. You're not just taking the games, right? Like predicting who got the games, right? It's just like overall our predictions, our team, our, our team predict. So every, every week we predict 15 games. Yeah. We each, each one of us predicts the same five games, right? But so, so far uh, this year, collectively, we're 25 and 45. That's 55 and uh, As far 0. as 6. just predicting the correct team. Team, right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going for like po- points. Points are different because that's, the our, that's our scoring system. Yeah. But yeah. it's either a win or a loss. You either got it right or you got it wrong. Yeah. We've gotten it 55.6% of the time correct between the three of us. Nice. So uh, I think that's pretty good. Um, I think that deserves a, so there we go. Um, so this week, did you mean the applause button? No, 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 no. (laughs) Only, only five for fives get the applause button. So Abby, okay. Question. question. You you get that again. She already got it. She already got it. Shut it off. Shut it off. (laughs) What can you go over? Who's, who's where again? I missed the, the, you're at the bottom. Yeah. You have seven points. You have seven. Abby has eight. I have 10. So it's still very, very close. It's very, very close. Um, so we have... Oh, how, how the mighty have fallen. Yep, how the turns table. Um, tis true, tis true. So we have five games that we're going to pick this week. Uh, Jim being in first place, he will pick first. That's me. Abby okay, being in second place, she oh, no. will pick second. And then Andrew can pick last so that he can catch up. 
All right. Thanks, guys. So game number one this week is Detroit at Boston. Uh, this game is on the 28th. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. So Saturday. That'll yep. be Saturday. Saturday. That's when this podcast comes out. Uh, I am predicting Boston to win this game by a score of five to two. Abby, who do you have? I have Detroit in this game. I like Detroit. Boston's starting to slow down a little bit. They lost to Anaheim. <laughs> slow down as in like they've lost one, one game and it was in overtime. No, no, no. But Detroit slowing down. But Detroit yeah. is looking very well. It's a divisional rivalry, original six game. So I, I think I hate that so much. I hate oh it too. My gosh, let it die. I th- I think Detroit's gonna win three to or four to two. Four to two. Andrew, who you got? I have Boston. Boston four three in overtime. Four three and OT. Okay. You gotta start calling those prediction overtimes. Overtimes. You gotta do it. I'm not gonna catch up. I mean, I'm three behind you. Is that right, that Jim? You're yes. Yeah, Jim? You're yes. only one behind me. Yes. So. Yeah. Ten seven. Okay. Between you and me. That's for, between first and third. Okay. The next game we're gonna pick is on Sunday. It is the Heritage Classic outside. In uh, Edmonton, it's Calgary at Edmonton. I have Calgary winning this game 5-3. McDavid will still be out. Um, Skinner is not a good goalie. No. Um, and I think, I well, Markstrom ain't great either. But I think I think Calgary wins this game 5-3. Markstrom's not a great goalie. Abby, Markstrom's a have? pretty good goalie. He's, you heard he's, here first, he's, folks. Markstrom's he's, not good. He's not bad. Like, he, I mean, he's not Stuart Skinner caliber bad. Stuart Skinner has not looked good this year at all. Just ask my fantasy team. Well, who do you got in this game? <laughs> what were you going to say? Andrew? Neither has n- neither has uh, the other guy, Campbell. Yeah. That's my fantasy team. Edmonton's goaltending is so whack. I think that's and, one and of the McDavid used to be able to bail good. him out, but it's just not happening anymore. I think Calgary's yeah. going to win this game 4-1. to one. Four to one. Okay. I I I have Calgary as well with a three two prediction. Should I do overtime again? <laughs> you can if you no, want. I'm not going to the shootout. <laughs> Goes to shootout. Boom. Uh, are you saying overtime then? I'm going to say shootout. Yeah. Do I get extra points for not only doing overtime but a shootout? No. 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 I think I should. Okay. Next game is on Monday. Just, no. Wait. 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 If I get the score correct. And it goes to overtime, and it goes to shootout. I think I just win the champ, the the competition right now. And we just stop for the rest of the year. No. Well, we're not doing that. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, next game is on Monday. Anaheim at Pittsburgh. I have Pittsburgh winning this game five to three. Um, although I can see Anaheim winning this game, yeah. just because Pittsburgh yeah. tends to play down <laughs> to their competition. And, oh, ha- yeah. and and it happened last year. It's happening again this year. And mm-hmm. I, is, do you guys think that's coaching or do you think that's just lack of focus on the players? I think it's both coaching and also age. Okay. To be honest, I could see it being leadership too. You look at that power play and when they like are not doing too well, there's nothing on the, no one's saying a thing. No one is calling out orders. No one is telling them to do anything. They're just staring at each other, like down at the skates, just skate around. It's you're right. It's bad. You're right. It's bad, especially on the power play when you have. It's bad. Yeah, someone should Carlson, Latang, Malkin, Crosby, Gansley. Like someone has to step. Someone's got to get in somebody's face and tell them to stop 
pee in their pants. Okay. Yeah. And usually that's Gina. Abby, who you got in this game? I don't know because it's hard because Anaheim is one of the youngest teams in the league. Right. And Pittsburgh is the oldest. Yes. So it's like it could very well go either way. And John Gibson has been carrying this Anaheim team for the past however many years. So anything is possible. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Anaheim. Woo. Three to two. In shootout? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, yeah, no. Okay. If it goes to shootout, I have the Penguins. But this game does make me a little scared. But I got to ride and die with the Pittsburgh Penguins, boys. Just got to. And if they lose, I'm going to be devastated because this is a game that you should win nine times out of ten. Yes. This is the tenth. Yes, we're gonna have we're gonna have some strong words next week if they lose this yeah, game. I'm 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 going to drive to Pittsburgh myself and break into the locker room and yell at them during. I'm just going. I'm just gonna be like, boys, this is unacceptable. And Slap then, Gino and then Andrew is Andrew is counting on you. And then he needs a New Jersey. And then Andrew Andrew will be uh, will be off the podcast for the next five years as he rots in jail. <laughs> for assault oh, yeah. and battery. I, I'm not touching them. I'm yelling at them. Well, you're going to break in, break in and entering. Breaking and entering. Trespassing. Who and says entering. that it's not going to turn violent, man? You you break into their locker room. You'll be in, you'll be in at least Abby, until the Abby, end of the season. Abby, Abby I, I am <laughs> I am not dumb enough to take on a room full of angry hockey players. That is just not dumb. That's not smart. With sticks Crosby and knives on their feet. Between his thighs. He could break my head like Sparrow's egg between his thighs. That is true. He could crush anyway. man's skull like Sparrow's egg between this. Thighs. This is getting out of hand, guys. Anyway, a back, little bit. Back on track. What's your score, Andrew? Uh, Pittsburgh five to two in overtime. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. Uh, the next game uh, Tuesday Halloween night. Nashville at Vancouver. Uh, no, no, that's that's Reformation Day. Reformation Day. You're correct. Reformation You're correct. Sorry. Uh, I'm taking Vancouver two to one in this game. Abby, who you got? I like Vancouver in this game. I do not trust Nashville about as far as I could throw them. So I'm gonna say, yeah, Nashville three to two. Or Vancouver three to two. Sorry. Yeah, Van- Vancouver. Three, I have it. <laughs> Vancouver three to two. Vancouver three to two. Okay, Andrew, I was your pick. Say, I was like, if you don't trust Nashville, why are you choosing them? I misspoke. I'm sorry. Yeah, I trust them about as far as I could throw them. <laughs> I'm gonna pick them. I'm gonna um, put money on them. No. Ultimately, this just comes down to goaltending, right? Soros Pretty much. Or Demko, right? Demko's yeah, looking good. Basically, what it boils down to. The thatch man. And as a man, as a man who has UC Sorrows on his fantasy team, I've not been thrilled. Yeah, as a woman who's had Thatcher Demko on her team, I have been absolutely thrilled. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to pick the team that I abandoned, the team that I jumped ship on, and say, "You, you, you all just got punked." I'm saying Nashville, ride and die with the Preds, boys. Nashville by a score of. Three to one. Oh boy. Get punked. Get punked. Okay. Ah. I'll only get punked if you're right. Then our last game of the week is on Thursday the second. 
Nashville at Minnesota, or not Nashville, New Jersey. Nashville games? New Jersey okay. Devils at Minnesota. Uh, Jim is picking New Jersey to win this game 4-2. to two. Abby, who do you have? I will take Minnesota in this game. The Gus bus. Beep, beep. Yeah, anyhow. Uh, I will take Minnesota in this game. I don't like Minnesota, but I think they're better than New Jersey right now, and so I'm going to say Minnesota. Three to two. No, four to one. <laughs> wow, I took that goal right away from New Jersey and slapped it on the Minnesota side, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay, Andrew, who you got? Zena's New Jersey literally just lost to this guy. I'm going to have to say, oh, no, I don't trust Minnesota. I just don't like their pieces on offense. I just don't. Well, Boldy's out, and that, that exactly. hurts them big time. Um, exactly. Matthew Boldy. Yeah. But, but mean, you have Kirill Kaprizov, and no one, it's like voting yeah, yeah. on the Dallas Mavericks. But somehow they've been able to it get it yeah. done. They were losing four to one to who were they losing to on Tuesday? They were losing. Oh, oh yeah, four yeah, yeah. To one. Um, on to hang on. Was that Columbus? Let me see. I I don't, I don't remember. Know. There were so many games on. Was it Dallas? They were all the games. It was it was Edmonton. They were down four one on Edmonton, and That's I'm not right. saying Edmonton's goaltending is anything special, but you're de- neither's is New Jersey's. So you're down four to one on Edmonton and score six unanswered goals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they weren't down four to one by the, with weren't they Edmonton? Oh, maybe it was four to three that no. I saw. Yeah, they were down four three, and then and then no. they scored four unanswered goals. They were down three two, and then they scored three four five. Evander Kane made it five to four. Then Ryan Hartman, then Marcus Foligno, seven to four. Which was game final. was I watching? Then there was a different game. It's not that one though. Not that one. Anyhow, but still, you're able to beat. A team score seven goals on them. I don't think they're hurting for offense. That's all I'm saying. But we literally just talked about the lag goaltending of Edmonton. And I don't think New Jersey's goaltending is any better. Well, Vitek Vanacek, okay, he's he's all right. I think I think but, the I think the what's the word I'm looking for? I think that the New Jersey Devils are going to spring. I, I think this is why I'm picking them in this game because I think this is the this is the kind of game on the road in Minnesota. This is a game that that their their offense can come alive, that the goaltending will take a step. I think this is when it begins for them. I think this is where they make their turn this year. That's why I'm picking them. Yeah. How about you, and Andrew? Said, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the devil's four to two. That's what Dad said That's, too. Same score. Oh, is that what you said? It's, it's okay. It's okay. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. You 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 follow greatness. I understand that. That's that's what you do. Okay. <laughs> Nobody laughed. Okay. It wasn't funny. Bruh. I thought it was a little funny. All right. It wasn't funny, funny enough a little bit. to laugh. So here's what we've I'll got. Laugh. Here's what we've got. And if I've got any of this wrong, you let me know. Uh, game number one, Detroit at Boston. Andrew has Boston 4-3 overtime. Abby has Detroit 4-2. Jim has Boston 5-2. Calgary at Edmonton. Andrew has Calgary 3-2 in overtime. Abby has Calgary 4-1. Jim has Calgary 5-3. to 
Anaheim at Pittsburgh. Andrew has Pittsburgh at five to two. Abby has Anaheim three to two. Jim has Pittsburgh five three. Nashville at Vancouver. Andrew has Nashville three to one. Abby has Vancouver three to two, and Jim has Vancouver two to one. New Jersey at Minnesota. Andrew has New Jersey four to two. Abby has Minnesota four to one, and New Jersey four to two for Jim. That is our prediction contest for this week. Good luck to everyone, and we will find out next week who is still in first and who is not. I feel five and zero. Predict. I feel five. That is that is so rude. He feel, just he just said that he's a lock to stay in first. If I if yeah. I get all of here's, my predictions right, Dad, Dad, if, no, no, no. If, if I get Andrew's all, five and zero, oh, no, stop. that means I'm four. If and I one. if I get all of my predictions right, <laughs> which means you I'll still only be in the get, lead. You only get two points. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. That's all I'm saying. I got a five and zero oh week coming on. That's all I'm saying, guys. I uh, okay wholeheartedly disagree. Well, that was that's fun. okay. You can disagree. All right. We've disagreed a lot and we've agreed a lot. So you know what? It's, yes. It's, it's true. It happens. Good episode. Time to say goodbye. Andrew, yes. take us out. Hey, hey, hey. I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking it up. I'm, did you just start the music and then stop the music? No, it's going. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay. Thank you guys for so much for listening to this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. We appreciate your sponsorship. All odds you heard are from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I don't think we talked about odds yet today, but you know what? It's okay. Uh, make sure you use the code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook to get two hundred bonus bets, two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when you deposit five or more. When you bet five or more, instantly, instantly, instantly. Yeah, that means like right now, away, right now. Like, like you don't have to wait, like that. Yeah. No, just like That's this, right. we're gonna say goodbye right now, instantly. <laughs> Are we just gonna be done? That's the thread. I'm just gonna cut it. There's no fade or anything.